Hello everyone, this is Omid and you are listening to Modern Economy from Spice to Crypto podcast. Here we talk about modern economy from the time of Spice trade to the emergence of cryptocurrencies. This podcast is a professional business management postdoctoral dissertation designed with educational purposes. We will talk about business, technology, money, and finance. By following and listening to this podcast, you will have a complete view of the modern economy and be able to make the most of your resources. Episode 2, Agricultural Revolution Life began to develop around 3.5 billion years ago. Since then, evolution has produced hundreds of millions of living species, many of which have disappeared over time. The first appeared were plants, of which more than 500,000 species are still living today, and then animals, which number nearly a million. Not all living species have yet been identified, and new ones are discovered yearly. All the ecosystems of the planet form the ecosphere. The totality of plant and animal populations living in this place forms a biocenosis. Humans are a much more recent species and not born to be farmers or stock breeders, unlike ants and termites. They became so after hundreds of millions of years of hominization that is biological, technical, and cultural evolution. Early humans were all hunters, whether from Darwin's point of view or the point of view of celestial religions. Human intelligence has increased over millions of years. A hunter must move with herds of animals to get the food he needs. After the Ice Age, the Earth heat increased a little every year. So animals moved near the rivers in search of water and food. During the monsoon season, the rivers were full of water. Little by little, as the river water decreased, the animals and by their nature the humans had to go in the direction where more water was flowing. Humans slowly learned to make simple tools with stones, bones and whatever they found. These simple tools successfully helped them plant wheat, barley, rice, legumes and edible plants. These seeds were not perishable like meat. Humans could store them for a long time. Since man learned to keep his necessary food for hard days, especially in winter, the way of life of humans also started to change. Some remained hunters, but many settled down and created small villages. 
Bolan Choi suggests that farming arose among people who had already settled in an area rich with hunting and gathering resources. They began establishing private property rights. When wild plants or animals became less plentiful, they argue people choose to begin farming instead of moving on. Human groups being as hunter-gatherers, after which they develop pastoralism and horticulturalism. The Neolithic Revolution, also called the Agricultural Revolution, marked the transition in human history from small nomadic bands of hunter-gatherers to more significant agricultural settlement and early civilization. Moreover, it was about 12,000 years ago. The genetic origins of the first agriculturalists in the Neolithic period seems to lie in the Near East. A new study published in the journal Cell shows that the first farmers represented a mixture of Ice Age hunter-gatherers group spread from the Near East to Southeastern Europe. Egyptians were the first to practice agriculture on a large scale. Starting in a pre-dynastic period from the end of the Paleolithic into the Neolithic, between around 10,000 BC and 4,000 BC. This was made possible with the development of basin irrigation. Some archaeologists believe women were the first farmers. Because they were often gatherers in hunter-gatherer society, unlikely were the first one to save seeds from foraging plant them, and harvest the new growth. In this manner, the original natural ecosystems were transformed into cultivated ecosystems, fabricated and exploited by human care and attention. The earliest villages were built where wild grains and large wild animals that ate these wild grains were abundant. By settling in permanent communities, early villagers could get food more efficiently than hunter-gatherers. It seems like that continued to be the case in early farming villages, where people had relatively equal social status. Most people living in villages spent the majority of their time producing food. Hunting, foraging, caring for animals, and growing food was still everyone's primary job. Ancient jobs came into being primarily because of the earliest human needs. Occupations such as farming, tool-making, and carpentry emerged due to the first human creations such as tools and agriculture. The economy of early villages was simple. Goods and services are produced for self-consumption and not for the market. The fundamental objective of the people living in a village was to satisfy their own needs. This transition from hunting and gathering to agricultural occurred very slowly as humans selected crops for cultivation and animals for domestication then continued to select plants and animals for desirable trade. The development of agricultural marks a significant turning point in human history and evolution. Since then, human agriculture has conquered the world.
it has become the principal factor in the transformation of ecosphere and its gains in production and productivity have respectively influenced the increase in the number of people and the development of social life which not produce their food. On the eve of agricultural appearance, the human population was rapidly expanding thanks to development of increasingly diversified and effective mode of predation. The contribution of European agriculture to world population growth become noteworthy only when the agricultural revolution in the Middle Age. Slash and burn agriculture was being practiced in diverse wooded environments. Amid mature trees, in a copse, a shrubby or bushy thickets, in wooded savannas and other places like that. Along with the population growth in different centers around the world, new communities emerged in North and South America, Northern Europe, South Africa, and different parts of Asia and Australia. After some time, humans learned how to make basins and dams and continue the plantation and farming during winter. In other places like Egypt, They invented irrigation channels and hydraulic techniques for better results. In the 1500 and 1600, almost 90% of Europeans lived on farms or in small rural communities. Crop failure and disease were constant threat to life. Wheat bread was the favorite staple, but most peasants lived on rye and barley in the form of bread and beer. These grains were cheaper and had higher yields, though less tasty. The increase in village population led the cities and governments. In next week's episode, we will talk about early governments. In this part, I would like to explain cryptocurrencies. But before any explanation about cryptocurrencies, we should have a good understanding of money. This podcast offers a novel understanding of money by moving away from the dominant lens of economics through which it is usually seen. I am interested in explaining money through conceptual and logical frameworks as opposed to economic frameworks and describing how monetary value appears in various empirical financial systems. I attempt to conceptualize the mind and show how vital the increasingly abstract nature of subjects that posit as proxies for money can be. To highlight the superiority of today's digital money as well as contemporary monetary innovations such as digital currencies like Bitcoin. Maybe these words are provocative for some. Many scientists are still against the theoretical and practical basis of cryptocurrencies and consider it nothing more than a big historical fraud. But I have a different belief. And I hope that the statements are based on a correct theoretical framework of interest to researchers, students, and teachers 
interested in money or monetary value in various fields and disciplines such as philosophy, economics, sociology, anthropology, finance, technology studies, and also the general reader is place are finally leads to finding the truth. The world is rethinking and reimagining of the conceptual underpinning of money, which has led to growing interest in the philosophical study of money in recent years. This renewed interest in understanding money can be attributed to the growing effect of money. Money and monetary systems on our individual and collective life, apart from the pivotal role it has played in the socio-political sphere. Suppose, like me, you have crossed the 50 years mark. In this case, you must remember one of the recent waves of philosophical engagement with money after financial crisis experienced in the so-called Great Recession of 2007 to 2009. Of course, the sudden and unprecedented increase in technological innovation in the world of money and finance, as demonstrated by the dramatic adoption and rise of some blockchain-based digital currencies such as Bitcoin, has further fueled the need to reimagine the nature of money and even more incentive to re-examine the nature of money. Many companies are issuing digital currencies, which will focus more on the nature of money. Government financial aid during the corona era and extensive quantitative easing by central banks have created unprecedented inflation. This issue is so severe that it may lead to a new financial and monetary system. Thinker referred to it as the modern monetary theory. Governments, monetary authorities, and monetary thinkers worldwide are searching for appropriate financial instruments to deal with the economic effect of this new crisis. Monetary value has historically been intermittent always. In Aristotelian philosophy, money was interpreted merely as a means of acquiring property, which in turn was a meaning of achieving eudynamia. Considering the general influence that Aristotle had on philosophical discourse throughout the history of philosophy, the Aristotelian position of money can be seen as merely a tool in the pursuit of happiness. Investment Opportunities Part 1 Five minutes of today's podcast belong to new investment opportunities. The wise man once said, invest young. First of all, I would like to explain the investment. An investment is an asset or item acquired to generate income or appreciation. Appreciation refers to an increase in the value of an asset over time. When an individual purchases a good as an investment, the intent is not to consume the good but rather to use it in the future to create wealth. An investment always concerns the outlay of some resources today, time, efforts, money, or an asset, in hopes 
of a more significant payoff in the future than what was initially put in. For example, an investor may purchase a monetary asset now with the idea that the asset will provide income in the future or will later be sold at a higher price for a profit. An investment involves putting capital to use today to increase its value over time. Earning return by selling assets for a profit or realizing your capital gain is one of ways to make money investing. In the most straightforward sense, you are investing works when you buy an asset at a low price and sell it at a higher price. This kind of return on your investment is called capital gain. An investment can refer to any medium or mechanism used for generating future income, including bonds, stocks, real estate property, or alternative investments. Investments usually do not come with guarantee of appreciation. It is possible to end up with less money than with what you started. Investments can be diversified to reduce risk, though this may reduce the amount of earning potential. Many people do not know the difference between investment and gambling, especially when discussing buying and selling a monetary asset. I would like to clarify investment difference between a bet and gamble investments while they can be risky, have a positive expected return. In an investment, you provide some individual or entity with funds to be put to work growing a business, starting a new projects, or maintaining day-to-day -day revenue generation. On the other hand, gambling is based on chance and not putting money to work. Gambles are highly risky and have a negative expected return in most cases. Next week, I will explain investment types, but I suggest that in between until next week, you go to www.onetonline.org and discover your interests with the Onet Interest Profiler and find more exploration options at your next move. It will help you understand what your best investment is. Answer questions about the type of work you might enjoy and own it suggests career that match your interests and training. Always remember, the investment is not only by money. You can use time, effort, or an asset. Price is what you pay. Value is what you get. This famous Buffett quote strikes at the heart of value investor approach and reveals the secret of how Buffett made his fortune. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast and you would like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media with hashtag Modernomy and leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, visit www.modernomy.com and you can follow Modernomy on Instagram, Telegram, Twitter, YouTube and LinkedIn.
Thanks again and I'll see you next time. Use your smile to change the world. Don't let the world change your smile.